2024 is off to a good start as far as the uh, the podcast is uh, concerned. <laughs> yes, we we are we are officially in uh, February now. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Already flying by. I have to say, like, if it's going to be winter and cold like this, mm-hmm. if it's going to be winter and cold like this, I want it to snow. Like, I don't want to sit there where it's just cold. And like today, it was like 38. Mm-hmm. It was just like overcast all day. It looked like it could snow at any moment or like the sun could break out and be a nice day. But like, it's it's that like gloomiest kind of day. And I, I hate this. Yeah, it's well. We haven't seen the sun. In, the shit out of yeah, you. we haven't seen the sun in like a week. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, this weekend it's apparently supposed to be pretty sunny out. But yeah, pretty much like you said. Like I remember a couple weeks ago, it was like twelve degrees, and then last week it was forty-eight. One week, one day it was fifty. It just keeps going up and down, up and down. Um, and you, know, you, you say snow. Like I was out here the other night. Because I looked at, the, I always look at the forecast, make sure it's not going to rain on me or anything. No, nothing was going to happen. I'm sitting out here. All of a sudden, like I feel like a little drop on my hand. I'm like, what the hell is that? And before I know it, it starts like it was like a little sprinkle of snow, just coming on around me. Squall. I guess so. Yeah, it was it was weird, but I keep looking at the weather and like nothing's says nothing about snow or anything. So I'm just sitting out here, smoking a cigar, and, and then. Uh, Sitting in the snow, it was it was actually very peaceful. But then after a while, my computer got wet, and I had, I had to kind of go inside. But yeah, I and that's what we haven't had yet this year either. Like, there, like I'm usually good for one one good like where it's that like light, like it's just kind of like snowing, and it's like like it's eerily quiet. Mm. You know, like all you hear is like the just snow hitting other snow, like, yeah. You know, piling up, and I always love that, like. When I'm out having a cigar like this, it's pitch black. Like all you see, like you get a lot of reflection from like the lights that are on because mm-hmm. they're, they're like just bouncing off the ground and off the the cloud cover. Right. So like you get that, but like other than that, it's just completely silent. Nothing's moving. No animals are moving. Like it's just it's perfect like that. And I, we haven't had one of them yet, and it really bothers me. Um. Well, we did have it a couple weeks ago on that Saturday. The first, the first Saturday of the year, we had the snow. Um, I was actually, I, I didn't sit outside. I kind of sat like in the garage, like it was like a little overhang over the garage. So I had the door open and I uh, was having a cigar while watching football. I, I think I was watching football. I don't even remember. Um, so wait, you actually sit with your garage door open at night like that? Yeah. Why? It, that doesn't make the rest of the house like kind of cold. Well, no, there's a door. Yeah, but like just oh, uh, you know, I don't with that kind of cold air hitting the inside. Wouldn't like the rooms around it, even if you have good insulation, wouldn't that kind of chill them out? Mm. Well, first of all, it, it only really stays in the living room. Um, it won't go to the other. Fl- they're on the third floor, so they're not gonna really feel anything. Um, no, it usually usually doesn't. Usually doesn't. Oh, see, like well, I don't open. Up, I don't. Well, I don't open up all the way either. I, ha- I do okay. like I do like half mass, just enough so I can like have like, the, like my cigar you hand. Exhale, it goes out under the door. I I go. <laughs> okay. Blow it out. Yeah, 
Yeah, I usually do. Side shuffle there. Yeah, I usually do. The radio listeners. But I got I I I try not to do it too often because then the garage will start stinking of of cigar, and we have like a lot of shit in there. So I I don't want to like be one of those houses that has like everything smelling of smoke. So yeah, that's why I uh, for a few uh, episodes, I'd say maybe what maybe five episodes, you uh, you would sit in my garage and yeah, the next like. I didn't care. It doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. But like my wife's like my my car smells like uh, cigars, and I'm just like, eh, what are you gonna do? Yeah, well, it was, it was it was it was either raining out or cold. Yeah. Yeah. The cigar the uh, the garage tapes as I call them. Yes. <laughs> the garage tape era. No. Yeah, I, I I haven't had that yet. Um. Now I have a question for you. All right, I'm ready where to hear you, it. You where you live? I know that there's a mountain that technically uh, separates us. Yes. Now, from my house, like right now, I'm looking to my uh, left, and and Mountain Creek is lit right up. I mean, like it's like you could just it like almost looks like there's like a fire over like like you know when you watch like uh, medieval movies and like you see the horde coming in, and you see like how they have like their torches and everything over mm-hmm. like in the sky, like it's reflecting. That's what I have right now at Mountain Creek. Now, I'm assuming you could probably get a little bit of the city with that, correct? Like that cloud cover. You think I can or see the cloud the, light? I should say. You think I can see the city from here? No, no, the cloud, like the the lights off of the clouds, like where it looks like it's not um, black all the way in the night. It's like lit up. No, not from where I am. Oh, you can't? No, okay. definitely not. I, I, no. Just, I didn't know. Now, like here, I, I'm gonna try. I don't know if you can see that. Can you see that? Yes, I do actually. Yeah, how it, I just showed Joe how it is. How like the clouds are are, are lit up. Um, from the lights from Mountain Creek. Can, now, can you see Mountain Creek? Me? I assume. No. <laughs> what do you think? I know I you mean? have the mountain there, but again, I don't know how high the clouds are. No, right? you can't see. see. I can't see Mountain Creek from here. <laughs> are you on drugs? <laughs> no, it's not that far. It, it, it's pretty far. Mountain Creek's like forty-five minutes from here. Yeah, but in the sky, like that's driving roads going around no, the sky. No, definitely not. You know what I see? I see. I do see. Well, first of all, it's overcast, so it's kind of hard to really tell. But there's the way I'm looking is Jersey, and I think those. I see like it's kind of lights, but that's from the, the Acme and stuff over there, you know. Or maybe it's okay. maybe it's Manhattan. I, I have you know what? I have no idea now. Now you have me thinking. But I definitely have not seen Mountain Creek. Okay. Now I'm like a, said, I, I don't even wondering. know. I don't even know what direction. I guess it'd be that way, north. I think that's north. I think. I don't even. I don't, I don't, I don't fucking. Wait, know. is your is your right now where I'm looking at you is you're facing the house, correct? Yes. That means it would be directly behind you. North. Yes, it would be literally directly behind you. Yeah, I guess it would be. Yeah. Six o'clock. Well, I don't know because that's Jersey. Going you know, that way is Jersey also behind me. Yeah, trust me, it will be. Because you can see the Sheridan. Yeah. That I can see. (laughs) For now, until they tear it down. You are 31 miles away. You are 31 miles away from Mountain Creek. Yeah, that's that's pretty far, man. Maybe 31 and a half. I used used that landmark at the bottom of your road there as Mm -hmm. the the driving estimate. Would you look it up? Yeah, I just looked it up. Okay, no, I, I can't see... I can't see shit. Okay. Maybe tomorrow I'll stand on my roof and I'll let you know. 
I hope so. Yeah, you know, maybe I just maybe I'm just not high enough because there is a lot blocking me, like there's houses and stuff. I don't know. Well, because remember, it depends on how high the cloud cover is too. If the clouds are pretty high, right, you might have that angle for it. One of these days, I'm gonna get on the roof <laughs> and I'm gonna look at night, and then probably know, break my neck for coming down. There are certain nights where it would be the city area. Mm-hmm. It could be like the city, Hoboken, all like that whole. You know, I mean, the farther the farther distance you go, the there's more massive lights because you're you're gaining more uh, surface radius or sky radius, I should say. Yeah. So there are times like in the summer where I can see the city lit up, like I showed you Mountain Creek. Obviously, Mountain Creek looks a lot brighter. You're also a lot closer to Mountain Creek. Yeah. Now, if I lived in, I don't know, Greenwood Lake, I could probably see it from there. You know? But I, I don't know if I'm all the way from Rockland County. Because here, I... Mountain well, Creek isn't exactly the, you know, the Thunderdome. <laughs> I get you. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I was just—I was just wondering that. Mm. But you—you you did say that, uh, you know, when we were talking about the snow cover and this and that about the uh, wild animals that are out here. Yes. And I have a—I uh, have a skunk that is not doing well by me. Are, are you looking at the picture? Yeah. I, just you, so everyone knows, I just sent Joe a picture. That was from the other night. That's how bright it lit up the sky. Okay, that's—that's that's very bright. I think I would notice that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So could you think how bright that is for me? Could you possibly see a flicker of that, you think? No. Okay. Again, but I don't know. Let me go. Again, I have to go on the roof and find out for okay. you. But no, that's bright. I. That's really bright. It lights up the sky pretty much. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wow. And even now, like, it's it, it, it's do you not s- as bad as it was that day, do you but see, it's do still you pretty bright. Do you see that during the summer? No, only in winter when they have the ski slope lit up. Well, you figured, you, but you, well, yeah, I guess so. You figured with, like, the water park there. Had, yeah, they close that before dark. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, you're right. Mm, okay. Hmm. That's so, a shame, because like that should I just, be a lot uh, of fun. Uh, I just thought I'd ask that. Oh, good question. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, we were talking about me. wild animals, and I got this skunk that's in the backyard, and I want to take a shot at it because it's not doing well. Mainly it's suffering. I mean, I, it's literally falling down. It looks like it's really drunk. But um, During the day? A lot of that is... Or at night? What's that? During the day or at night? Day. That thing has rabies, dude. It has... Does not, I can guarantee it does not have rabies. It has distemper. What's... We would deal with this a lot with animals up in Island Falls. Oh, yeah? And... A lot of the times, it, everything that's subject to rabies, you would see, but they have this temper where they get extremely thirsty. Like, they will, like, ravenously, like, they'll attack a puddle and try to drink as much as they can. You know, raindrops on a fucking garbage can lid, anything like that. We would see it all the time, and it looked like they were drunk, like they were rabid. Mm. But people think because an animal's out during the day, it's got rabies. And I always use the analogy of, did you ever wake up at fucking three in the morning and you want like a snack, you go down to the fridge? <laughs> That's essentially what they're doing. Okay. You know, they're just on a different schedule than us. Hmm. But yeah, I, I wanted to take a pop shot at him today, but I just don't know how my neighbors would react. Probably bad. Uh, now, would you bury it in the backyard with the other animals? No, that would not be part of my uh, pet cemetery in back Tom's there. pet cemetery. Yeah, I would, uh, <laughs> I would leave that up for probably the coyotes. Oh, okay. We have a ton of them as well. So they have been they have been chirping like crazy. Would you take a pop shot at one of them? Oh, absolutely. Really? 
Yeah, in especially for the size of the pack, I think that there is out here because when they're chirping, it literally sounds like a like a fucking murder scene. Oh boy! Like it is, it is like loud. It's like violently loud and like chirpy and screechy and everything. Hmm. So I figure there's a lot in, in packs like that. They will hunt deer. And yeah. We have a lot of tur- we have a lot of wild turkeys as well, so they'll eat the chicks when they're you know vulnerable. And that's all coming up now. You got a lot of shit over there. I'll tell you, the only thing we really get around here, we have a, there's a fox. Uh, there's def- he's not out now, but during the summer, I hear him at night all the time. It freaks me out because they sound weird, those things. Yeah, it's like a shrill squeal yeah. slash. Yeah, and like, there's sometimes where I hear it fighting. It's fighting something else because I'll hear yeah. like two different noises coming. And I'm like, oh, don't come over here, please. Well, yeah, we have a... Uh... <laughs> There, there's for some reason there's a few like feral cats around here. I don't know if they're feral. I shouldn't say that. They might just be outdoor cats. Mm-hmm. Um, but every once in a while, you'll hear them battling with something out here. And I mean, it's that like there was one time where I almost went in and got the gun because I didn't know like I was like something's gonna be like bleeding out here and needs to be put down because it was like it was loud. Really? And it was. It went on for I'm not lying. Probably about like. Think about, like, an animal fight. Like, mm-hmm. you see, like, dogs attack. It's not really that long. Or, like, one of them kind of bites. And, like, they stop really moving. Yeah, it's like 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. This went on, I'm not lying, for, like, two and a half minutes. Hmm. Like, I was, like... And it was just, like, loud. You could hear them, like, running through the thing. The feet, like, the yards. Like, hit, kicking up leaves. It was violent. Wow. So. Maybe they were mating. I don't know. Interesting. But, yeah, the, the, I do have a uh, I do have a plethora of animals out here. Yeah. Oh boy, so did you watch the games this past weekend? Yes. What a shit show. Uh, they, they, boy, do they? It, it's really weird. They they really do want the Chiefs in there. Let me tell you something, man. They since they they want the Chiefs in there anyway, because that's their new Tom Brady. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, that's, that's the new guy. Because it's perfect because after all the crap with Neil and the flag, now they have a black quarterback they can uh, prop up as the face of the NFL. So yeah. they, already, they already want that. And they were just salivating at the fact that Taylor Swift might be at the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, this is the other Probably thing. Probably the too biggest star in the world. It, to me, you, think about it. You had him versus Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. who, in my eyes, is a. He's not as good of a quarterback because no. he relies on his feet too much. I think that's going to eventually hurt him. Oh, but, it doesn't it all of them that that are are like running quarterbacks. I mean, look at I mean, just go. You can just look through history. Donovan McNabb, Dante Culpepper, uh, Michael Vick. Eventually, these guys get hurt, and then the, the, their legs are gone. They don't have the arm strength anymore, and that and that's that's what's going to happen with this guy. And you're, you're right; they love him, but like he's he's not gonna be around too much longer in that in that in the guy you're seeing now, you yes. know? Yeah. He may become more of a pocket passer this and that, and you kind of see them going that way. Mm-hmm. Baltimore was always a run team. I mean, from way back when they were winning their running, first Super Bowl, yeah, running was, defense. Um, Jamal uh, Anderson, I think. Mm-hmm. Was that like it was always running, running, running? Now they're starting to get a little bit more receivers out there because they realize he's got to be a pocket passer. Yeah. But uh, I think they want the Chiefs in there so bad. It's everything. Like you said, Taylor Swift. It's, you know, Mr. Pfizer, Mr. Bud Light. Like, 
uh, and the worst part is like uh, Jason Kelsey I like I think he's pretty funny for like a big guy he's kind of that like every man's man yeah oh yeah, yeah they showed him uh, uh, out in the parking lot with like a bunch of Chiefs fans and he mm-hmm. was, oh not Chiefs fans I'm sorry it was a bunch of uh, the Bills it was when they were playing the Bills and you see him like chugging some kind of like I don't know what the hell it was it was like a it looked like what, sauce. what was that Buffalo sauce? No, it was, I, I, I'm assuming it was like alcohol. It had to have been beer. It was like a, um, it looked like a ball, like a big, like a, uh, what are those, weight, what are those, medicine ball, like a, kind of like a, a small medicine ball, and he picks up and just starts drinking out of it, and everyone goes nuts. <laughs> but, and, and he's, I like him, and he's an eagle, and I despise the eagles, but I like him. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a funny he's guy. the, like, my, my brother-in-law's an eagles fan, um, my one wife's cousin is a big Eagles fan, and I've not—I honestly can't go back and think of like the last. Probably Randall Cunningham was like, like the last Eagle I liked. Mm-hmm. Like I just—I never liked any of them, and he's the only one since then. Yeah, same here. I—I I don't even like Randall Cunningham. He's uh, but yeah, I—I I, I like him a lot. He's a funny guy. Uh, apparently, him and his brother have a podcast. Actually, I, right now the uh, the coyotes are chirping. Oh boy! No, better pop shot him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, yes, they do have a podcast. Uh, my wife actually got me onto it. Oh really? Yeah. No, and I I never I haven't listened. To, I listened to too much shit already. So. Yeah, it's on. It's on my. I've listened to like two of them. But mm-hmm. It's on my rotation, but there's other ones like that uh, that have a higher tier level. A lot of my listening goes by tier levels. Same here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they want they want this so bad. They get their favorite quarterback. They get you know Mister you know Mister advertisement for them. They get Taylor Swift. And yeah. Both teams I got in, I did not want there. Same I here. A Lions, uh, what's the name? Lions, Ravens. Me, yeah, me too. Because I think that would have been a good one. And I and. Uh, not to steer, not to get away from the Chiefs, but man, I I feel like the like I like I hate Philadelphia teams. I hate New England teams, but I don't mind Detroit teams. You know, like they're, they're too far away. They don't really matter to like any New York team. But that franchise, I mean, other than the the, I mean, they're probably the they're probably the worst franchise in sports. You know, Detroit, Detroit, the, the Detroit Lions historically. Yes and no. How long they've been around? How many playoff wins they've had? I mean, just think about it. Since '91, they've only been to playoffs like three times. True. It's a bad. It's a horrible franchise. And you would think. I mean, I don't get it, man. Like, usually, if a team does bad that much, like, eventually you're gonna get like, you're gonna get a lot of young guys, and eventually you're gonna be good. But they just cannot. Them and the Jets, they just cannot catch a fucking break, and they and they. And I just was really rooting for them. And when they went to the championship game, I'm like, all right, maybe they could they could pull this out. And it looked like they were gonna. Um, and then the fucking Niners just came back and ran all over them. And uh, I I was I was sad for that city because that's probably the closest they're gonna get for another 20 years. <laughs> so I think they, they they should be good next year. Uh, they're pretty much bringing back everyone. 
Yeah, but you know what, though, man? The, ske- and the And the Giants are a good example of that. Sometimes you just have a really easy schedule, you know? Um, but when you make the playoffs... One injury. One injury to any of their players could do them that. Of course. And that's like any franchise. But they're going to have a tougher schedule next year. So they might make the playoffs, but, I mean, it's, it's kind of... We'll see, you know? But a, a team like the Lions, I just don't know. I think there's just too many dominant teams right now. In football, to just to think they'd have any kind of chance, they'd have to like catch a lucky break and have the Niners eliminated early and the Chiefs eliminated early for them to kind of like play against someone in the Super Bowl that's they have a chance against, you know? Yeah. It, again, they are one of those franchises that like I, I I silently root for. Like if they had a good season, I'm like, hey, good for them. They, mm-hmm. they deserve it. Like it's it's been a long time. Me too. Yeah, I don't mind. I, I don't no. mind the lines. I, they they're just not a th- they've never been a threat. So yeah. you you can't help but like kind of like them. Like they're like the the kid brother who just like always tagging along. He always gets hurt, but you know you, yeah. you root for <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, they, they like and a lot of people blame Barry Sanders for this. And yes and no. I mean, think about it. He's playing the worst position ever. He was literally, I think it was him and Herman Moore were their two offensive keys to this, and they handed him the ball, and he got just destroyed. Yeah. Like, he played nine seasons. It's not like he played five years. Um, you know, he didn't Andrew Luckham. Right, yeah. He was, you know, he put a lot of years in. He did a lot of uh, accomplishments for them. And I-, I can't be mad at him for that. So I, uh, I hate when they always blame him for you know, always, it, it, uh, you know. And granted, it did start after that. I mean, but to me, I I wouldn't put. Why do they blame? Why, wait, why, why do they blame Barry Sanders? Because he he retired early, and they were like they were st- they were a playoff team. Yeah, I guess he did kind of. I never really thought of it, but for, but for he was a running back, right? For, yeah, but for a running back, nine years is a long time. Mm, remember, not kind of is back then. Uh, that, was, that was the early '90s. Yeah, mid '90s. Yeah, but you're still getting fucking 90s. smashed around. It's not like no. I, mean, right I, now, I wouldn't say that. Shelf life is a lot. Less. You got to think though. But what what running back? Not many running backs last longer than ten years. As a, as like a starter, you know what I mean. Like you can go to another team and be like a backup and not play as often. But like think think what starter has really stuck around for ten consecutive years? Emmett Smith, Ladainian Tomlinson. All right, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say besides Emmett Smith, but I forgot about LT. Okay, but Chris not Martin. All right, enough. I don't think Curtis Martin... No, Curtis Martin wasn't around for 10 years. Yeah. No way. He played... I think he did two stints with the Jets and one with the Patriots, or... He was with the Patriots yeah, first, right? And then he went to the Jets. Was it that? I thought he went... He was with the Jets, then he went no, to the Patriots, I, I then he thought, went back. I thought he followed Parcells there. Hold on. Now I gotta... Now we're gonna check. Curtis Martin. Here we go. Curtis Martin was only around for 11 seasons. 
So you are kind of right. He was with the uh, the Patriots, then he went to the Jets for eight years. Okay. Yeah. But, again, all right, so 11 years. Jerome Bettis. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Tom. How about that? I'm down. Look up Jerome Bettis and see how long he was, he was around. 12, 12 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So you, all right. Point made. You get it. Speaking of fucking yourself. I know, I know shit about football, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All these guys were on my fantasy team since I've been doing it forever. So. Curtis Smart was on your fantasy team? I don't think so. I never, <laughs> I never liked doing Jets. No. I never drafted Curtis Smart, and I can honestly say that. I don't think ever. Maybe I picked him off waivers when he... <laughs> but I never drafted him. No, no, I just... I, I, I really try to stay away from him. You know, I do too, uh, it, and it's just like, I just, because you know why? Because you know they're just not going to do anything. It has nothing to do with the franchise, or well, a little bit maybe, but like, for the most part, like, you know, like, it, like the it, they're not going to do well. <laughs> so why, it's yeah. like, yeah, you stay away from shitty teams, for the most part. Now, you said go fuck myself, and I had a question. I'm only joking, I don't want you to go fuck yourself. Trust me, it'd be very hard. <laughs> and not in the right ways, let me tell you. But, um, have you, you've been on planes multiple times, we've been on planes together, things like that. Have you ever seen anyone buy a Playboy at the, uh, at the newspaper stand that is outside of every <laughs> terminal? Uh, not to my recollection, no. Like, any, like, even magazines. I've rarely ever seen anyone reading a magazine, maybe a newspaper here and there. Mm-hmm. But rarely do I ever see people even reading. And I know now, obviously, they have TVs and things. But, like, some people aren't, like, a TV guy. They don't have the headphones. They don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But like, I, never have I... And what would your reaction be if you did see that? Someone having a, uh, a nudie magazine. And, like, they were legitimately reading it. They are reading the articles. I would think... As well as I would, I would think... I would think not the time or the players, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not it the would time be the place. awkward, though. Like, It'd be very awkward. Why? First of all, there's kids on the plane. There's kids in the airport, and you're fla- flashing around uh, <laughs> the new the new September issue. Like, it's 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 weird. I think it's weird if you have to go to, if you're at an airport and you get a Playboy. Because what, what are you on business? Do? What if you're on business? You're, you, you know, you're you're in New York. They they say you got to fly to Denver, and you're like, well, you know, I I might need something for later, and I don't want to put it on my credit card. So let me buy this here. I can pay with cash, and when I leave, I leave it in the in the trash at the hotel. Wait till you get to the city you're going to, then get the Playboy, and then you're, you're going right to the hotel. You're not, you know, get the Playboy, put it in your suitcase, and then and then you're going to the hotel. Don't get it before the flight. And if you're getting it before the flight, don't take it out and read it. <laughs> that's that's what I gotta say to that. Okay. Okay. I mean, if you're I, reading a Playboy on a plane, you're, you're you're must be stupid. But my question is, would that pervert. be considered anything looter and decent? You know, where there could yeah. be stay certain laws where that would be. Because think about it, this it's not like this is as times have gotten more uh, progressive for the worst. I might add, um, it seems we've gotten a little bit looser. But this is something like that goes way back. Like I remember seeing those there when I was like twelve. So oh yeah, of course. Early, like early to mid '90s, at minimum, they were there. Well, the way, 
Yeah, well, you're right, and they are that. So someone is purchasing them. <laughs> they're, they're obviously they're 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 selling. Um, I mean, the only reason I could think that is like maybe like guys on a bachelor party, kind of thing, you know? Okay. Um, like you know, just like fucking around. Uh, that's the only thing they could really, th- and maybe yeah, businessmen, I guess, or lonely men traveling. But I don't, I can't, I, I can't imagine anyone being that. Horny. <laughs> What'd you say? Brazen. Yeah, that maybe that's a better word. To actually pull it out the magazine on the plane and just start browsing. You know, <laughs> what do you do with the centerfold? Like, uh, excuse me, you, the guy in the middle seat. And you have to call for the flight attendant. She holds it up. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's. I think that's retarded. <laughs> now, now I have a quite now. I just thought of this as well. Think about it. They are in every airport, every single airport. And we'll just use, say, Playboy, when Playboy was a, a magazine and it was there. Now, say they say every um, every month we have a publication of a million uh, copies. Mm-hmm. So they print a million copies of this. Maybe only 600,000 get sold. They send, sell, send the other 400,000 to, you know, bus terminals and bodegas and shit like that. Mm-hmm. When they don't sell, they send them back. Now they still say they have a million circulation, but now they can use those other ones to put in the archives for people who want to maybe collect every issue from that year because they do that, like past issues. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they do. I don't think anyone buys them. Uh, they could um, for our archive purposes. Yeah, but you know, you know what? I, I years ago I actually did know that answer, um, and. Because the, the newspaper guy at the place I worked years ago, I would talk to every morning. And what he would do is, the old magazine that didn't sell, for, I forget why he did this, but he would rip the covers off, okay? And it was something like, oh, I forget what it was. I think he sent it back because of the barcode, and I think... Whatever didn't sell, he got reimbursed, or I, I oh, so he he bought them from yes, he was like a third d- distributor. Third yeah, it, it's like a it's oh, like okay. a process. It's like a chain yes. of, of command, I guess. Um, I think that's why. But I remember I distinctly remember him ripping the covers off, and I remember asking him why. But I don't remember what he told me because I always want because I <laughs> I he always kept a lot of like especially like the newer issues. In the back where like our like little room was, and they were all in a shopping cart. And every every I think it was like every Monday or every Tuesday or something, I would get to work and I worked nights, and I would just scour in there and see what I could find. I always read like you know wrestling magazines or video game magazines or something. But the covers were always kind of torn off if it was like an old if it was an old issue or something. So there is they don't they, they don't send them back whole. Unless they do it differently, but uh, as far as I know, he, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a, they do something with them. Oh, okay. The vendors, yeah. Yep. All right, that makes sense. And you know what, now that you say that, I do remember, I think maybe the gas station guy doing that. Mm-hmm. He was ripping covers off magazines one time when I was going in for a coffee. And I think they did it at ShopRite, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I would get, I would get, I would look, <laughs> I would get the magazines from there, too. Uh, yeah, so that's okay. Well, maybe we kind of figured it out. So you said that um, 
you know, you would try to get wrestling magazines and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have the crib sheets from the uh, Royal Rumble? Because you seem to guess a lot of them correct on uh, last week's predictions. Uh, what I guess, I guess the, the Usos... Being, yeah. I, I guess all the winners of every match, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, well, to be fair, there was only four, and the outcomes were pretty blatant, um, except for the men's rumble. And uh, no, not the women's. I kind of had a feeling. Um, yeah, so Bailey won. She came in number three and lasted to the end and won. Uh, Logan Paul won against Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns retained, and then Cody Rhodes won the the Royal Rumble. Now, I mean, breaking it down, I mean, just to go through them real quick, um, any surprises that you liked in the women's rumble? Um, I liked the uh, the TNA world champion came out, Jordan Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, that, was a, that was a surprise. Um, they did this before a couple years ago where uh, they had Mickey James. Uh, come in as the uh, she was the TNA World Champion, but Mickey James is also a face that that's been in WWF before. You know, yeah. she's there a long time, so it wasn't really an unfamiliar person. But this time, it was like someone totally off the, the radar that that came in. Um, so I liked that a lot. Um, Jade Cargill came out that that I liked. Um, I liked. Uh, really, sh- they really showcased like her power. I think she did well. I didn't see any. Botches really from him, from her. Um, who else? Uh, what else? That's really that's really it, I guess. You know, I I, I, I thought it was I thought it was a good rumble. I liked. It. I, I kind of enjoyed myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, okay. Question. Um, I was uh, the part that maybe uh, surprised me, impressed me, whatever you want to, word you want to use for it was uh, when Kyrie Sane got eliminated. And how she was mm. holding on, I was I, like, because the way that they filmed it was perfect. They started with her feet, and they worked up. Yeah. And I was like, how the hell is she doing this? How is she doing this? And then when they got to the top, I kind of saw it a little bit better because it, it it took me a minute to like kind of put two and two together because back in the day, there was no um, like monitors on there. Yeah, it was, it was always just just that just that apron. Yep. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, how is she holding on to the apron and this? Mm. It took me a second for it to click in that there was a screen there. So there was probably a little bit of a a hang, a little bit of something she could grip onto. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, the ability to do that, like, especially how she was, like... She was like that, that took a lot of strength. Oh, my God, she was, like, yeah. crucified almost. Pretty much. It's, it's, it's good arm strength. Yeah, I was, that's what it really is. I was extremely impressed with that. Yeah, it was. Too. And it, you know, it's funny. It made me wonder if she wasn't supposed to fall down. Mm. Because what's her name? Uh, uh, what the hell's her name? Uh, Asuka. Asuka fell out right after she fell. So now I'm like, was she really supposed to fall? Because I feel like it's, it almost got wasted. That that save got wasted because she ended up not hanging on after all. You know. Yeah. Like, I was kind of waiting for, like, someone to pull her in or her, for her to, like, kind of, like, wedge herself up. But it didn't happen. But she was holding for, like, a good 30 seconds, I would say. 25, 30 yeah. seconds. It was, it was extremely impressive. Yeah. That was probably what I consider the most impressive moment of the night. Yeah. Oh, that was definitely was impressive, yeah. But the only thing I could think of is, um, say, if next year they have her win 
and she saves herself with that move. Like, it shows her growth. I don't know. <laughs> you know, almost like a throwback, but that would be extremely hard to do. Like, I, I, I mean... I can't, it, it was really impressive. Yeah, I can't. And if you don't know what it is, I would look it up online. It's just got to be on somewhere. Yeah, it was. I can't. I can't see you getting unless someone helps you into the ring. I can't see. Uh, I can't see how you would climb back up. It must be so fucking hard. <laughs> it, it would be like a reverse dip. Yeah, she'd have to like kind of swing herself onto the stairs or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, that. That was, uh, I was, that and then, uh, Jade Cargill, uh, throwing Nia Jax out. That was, that yeah. was quite impressive. And it looked kind of, it was very, it, don't, don't get mad here, but it looked, it was very Hogan-esque. Kind of. It was like that scoop slam type of. Yeah. Yeah. Not as impressive, but yeah. 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 But that, that was that, um, for the Logan Paul... Kevin uh, Owens match I hate I, I just I I can't get into him I just, he just annoys me I got up to go to the bathroom I think I got up and got a bowl, bowl of chips I just I I don't like him I watched it um he he really impresses me like it's just amazing how well he took to wrestling um and uh I don't mind I, I know we talked about this last week I don't mind him I, I think <clears throat> he plays a heel well because he, oh, you hate him. Yeah. He's do, he's doing his job. You know, oh, you're yeah. supposed he's, to hate him. <laughs> but it's like an old character. He's probably the best character right now because I have the most emotion towards him. Oh yeah, but that, I mean that. To, I, I like that old school heel. Like a lot of these, a lot of heels come. They want to be cool, and it kind of like makes you like them because they they kind of come off like really badass and stuff. But he's just an all around asshole. And it makes you hate the guy, and I, I like that. It, it, it's again like it's an old school bad guy, where you don't really get that these days. Dom's another one, where he just he oh, comes. I he, love Dom. I do too, but the the reason, but why? Because he comes off, well, like he's like a little like squirmy asshole, you know, that hides Boy, behind Brad, everyone else. Yeah, like you know. I deserve everything. Yeah, exactly. He hates his dad. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, and I, I do have to, um, <coughs> I do have to go back to the women's match because you made me think of his brother uh, Tom and Nick. And <laughs> I forgot about in the women's that. Women's Rumble. That was it, honestly, I when he was, uh, I started watching. Uh, for anyone who is new to the show, I was watching um, the original like NXT. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the coaches on there, and I just didn't like him. I'm like, this guy's an idiot. And then every once in a while, I would see like him as like the 24/7 champion, things like that. Like every once in a while, I would flip on wrestling for mm-hmm. like three minutes, and just this was maybe like ten years ago. But I never liked him. Right now, he is up there as one of the funniest wrestlers I think ever. Oh my god, he's I am fucking belly laughing. And it's 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 so funny because he um. His career, I mean, he's been around a long time. Like he, um, he's an old dude. He's fifty-two. Yeah, he's taking bumps. Oh yeah, he, um, he was in WWF uh, as K Quick, right? He was like Road Dog when DX broke up. He was like Road Dog's like new tag guy. He got let go. He went to the NWA TNA. He became NWA champion. I think he was the first black. Uh, Black guy to, to win uh, the NWA championship was around there for a few years. Came back to WWE as uh, as our truth. 
Um, and he was like a good guy, you know, he sang, sang of the crown and stuff, and then he turned bad. And that's where, like, the funny parts start to come out. You gotta go on YouTube and find uh, Steve Austin, Vince McMahon were in the ring doing something, and he came out in, like, a, um, a Confederate outfit. And just starts like marching down the. It's hilarious. It's fucking funny. You gotta look it up. But then over the years, he's just become funnier and funnier. And um, a couple years ago, he went into the rumble and he put the ladder up and he went up like it was the Money in the Bank. Um, so he's just always doing funny shit. And and this new thing with the whole Judgment Day is just fucking funny as hell. It it, it is comic gold. It really I, is. I am fucking belly laughing. Everything he does. And you know what? Like, <laughs> I hope that this goes on for a while. Like, I wanted Judgment Day to kind of break up. He is the glue that is holding it together for me right did now. You, did you watch Monday, Monday's Raw? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if it's... I hope he kind of, like, thinks it's like an initiation or something. And he, and he keeps yeah. coming back. But he's too, when he got in the ring and he starts looking around, he's like, where are the guys? <laughs> I fucking lost it. <laughs> I lost. And the best point is, I was like, I wonder now if he's going to come out at the same number. That's what I was wondering and, as well. And he did. <laughs> he did. I was happy to see that. Because if he didn't, I'd be like, oh, this is fucking bullshit. Like, he didn't get confused. But <laughs> he did. I was, I, was, I was really happy to see that, the consistency. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I, I gotta say, I, I can't get off the women's Royal Rumble because I'm already done with the Logan Paul match. Mm -hmm. But uh, I forgot about this too because the wife was watching it with me, and Chelsea Green, mm -hmm. just the amount of abuse and just the uh, like the reactions that she does. She's another one. She is. She's comic gold out there too. She is. She'll, take, she'll get like squashed by someone, and just like the look on her face, like. There's no, like, she's just looking in the, like, the next uh, Milky Way galaxy. Like, yeah. she's in the next galaxy. And it is hilarious. Oh, yeah. And just, like, and how they make it work around her. Like, uh, I, I don't know if this was at the Rumble or it was um, on Raw the next night. Um, Piper Niven fell on her. Like, yeah. she was on the ground. Like, Piper, like, tripped, fell on her. It was, just, like, just the way that they do it. It's, it's kind of that old school, like, bushwhackery type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it is just, it's, I, I'm like a kid at heart with that. I fucking belly laugh. I, oh, yeah. I think she is great. And even the wife was chuckling. Yeah, she, she's she's good. She plays her part very well. You got to have a little bit of everything. I hate, like, uh, it, you got to have a little bit of everything, you know? So that's why, like, these comedies, like, I don't mind. Now, <clears throat> when Vince McMahon was there, it, was, it became, like, too much. Um, but since, like, Triple H took over, they kind of, like, even to that, where it's, like, it just, it fits where it does, you know? Like, there's not too much of it, there's just enough. But she's good. Yeah. She's good. Yeah, I think that was pretty much it for the women's. Okay. I, may, I may circle back again. Um, so what do you think of the, the Fatal 4-Way? I, I, again, I didn't like it. Really? I, I'm, I am just, I, I'm so sick. And they, um, what's his name mentioned it? CM Punk, the other night. He pretty much said what I said. Roman wrestle, you know, he would come out all the time, then it was less and less, and now you see him just like, he's like, he's, he comes out like five times a year. Mm -hmm. 
He never wrestles. He uh, solo always has to uh, interfere in the match. It, it's li- like literally what CM Punk was saying. I'm going, yep. Like mm-hmm. he, he he nailed it perfectly. And I just I'm so sick of Roman Reigns. I'm so sick of him. I hope like I hope he loses the title and he retires because I'm just like I don't even want to see him. I don't care if he's <laughs> in the fucking whoever. I, I I just I can't it's, stand. Him. Yeah, it's to the point now. It's just like you, you kind of know he's gonna win. Um, well, you know, especially this time, he's going to hold to WrestleMania. Now, who he's fighting at WrestleMania is a mystery because a lot of shit happened last week. Um, I, uh, I I did enjoy it. There were, there were a few moments where I thought it, the title was going to change, um, but it, it, he kind of pulled through. But I, I liked it. I liked the match. Okay. Now, getting to the men's rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, any surprises on your end? I'm trying to think. Um, no, not really. I kind of thought it was going to go the way it did. Um, I kind of predicted, to, I don't think I said this to you, but I predicted who the final four were going to be. Um, uh, I guess the, uh, yeah, I don't know. Not really. Uh, who, I guess the winner, like, because I wasn't really sure if he was going to win or not. You know? I will say, they definitely left you guessing because, like, you think, all right, it's Co- Cody Rhodes is going to win. Then I'm like, ah, maybe CM Punk's going to win. And then there was a, a brief period, like, you know, maybe Gunther's going to win this. Like, because it, it's, I, I will say, that the, the best thing that they're doing in the last, like, two years or so is they're, they're really building guys. Like, they're, they're really building these people up. Like, I remember, like, a lot of times, like, in the past, like, guys would come in, and I'm like, oh, they're going to be eliminated early, or they're not going to, like, but I remember Bronson Reed came in, and I was like, holy shit, like, I mean, I don't think he was going to win, but, like, you know, maybe he can, like, kind of, like, go to the end, because they, they're doing such a good job of building them, and making these guys credible, and that's something that's really lacked bad in the past, and it's, it shows they're kind of looking to the future by... Uh, putting these guys out there every week and like and giving them good matches, you know. Like uh, the other day, it was uh, Bron. Um, who was it? Jimmy it, and Bronson. Not Jimmy and Bronson. It was uh, I don't know if it was this past. Uh, was it Ch- uh, Chad Gable and Ivor or whatever his name is? Was that this week or last week? Um, I was going to turn that match off and I watched it. It was a really good fucking match. Did you yeah. see that? I mean, really good. I was impressed. And well, I didn't know who was going to win it. Um, too, I find that they like someone like Ivar, yeah, Bronson Reed. These are big guys, but like, are they going to be? You know, are they going to be main eventers? I don't know. They could, but like, they seem to get a good push, and then they like lose a few. They like Grayson Waller. All these guys, they all seem to kind of get it, and it 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 really does seem a little bit like this. And hopefully, it's going to change. And this is the progression that it's taking. Mm-hmm. But it seems like it's a good old boys club. Same seven guys in the main event. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that's how, that's how. I mean, you see, I've been watching it for years. Where you kind of came back on, like that good old boys club wasn't like like it was really it was like a mess, and you had the same four guys constantly changing it. You know, yeah. so uh, um, so it it was it, it's better now than it was. Trust me, I, I like the fact that like you're seeing. Um, a lot of guys who maybe not this year, next year, but 
eventually might be main event. Like, uh, you, you talked about surprise, uh, Jay Uso. Um, dude, that guy came out, he is fucking over. Yes. Like, holy shit, he's over. Like, I, I I, really thought when they split the two of them up, like, they're just going to falter because sometimes when the tag team's together for too long, it they don't transition well as singles. It happened with the Dudley boys. Uh, happened with a few teams. But I think that guy is going to, like, I don't know about a world title, but I, could, I mean, I could see him taking that IC title off Gunther because he's so Is over. Is he main event status now? I think he's definitely up there. I think he's, I would say, upper mid card. Okay. You know, he's right below that glass ceiling. I think it's a little too crowded at the top for him to kind of break through now, but I could eventually see him at least challenging for the world title. I don't know about holding it, but definitely being a, a major player. So, I get that. But that's what I'm talking about with, with building these stars. Like, I feel a lot of these guys in the past WWE wouldn't have made it anywhere and now a lot of them like you're seeing like a growth there and you're seeing these guys be more than just jobbers they're actually like going out and wrestling good matches and they're long matches too so it's it's impressive yes yeah I mean I I liked um Braun Breaker he had a, a very good showing in it um Again, like there's just some some people. So, the Braun Breaker. The story going around is Braun Breaker replaced Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Everything you saw Braun Breaker do is what uh, Brock Lesnar was gonna do. And I look back and I there's a one part in that Rumble where I could see it's true. It's when Pat McAfee came in. And it was Bronson Reed and that almost guy just standing toe-to-toe with each other while everyone else was down, and McAfee didn't want to come in the ring. Mm-hmm. Now, it was that was definitely meant to be <laughs> Brock Lesnar in Braun Breaker's place, you know, because Brock was huge, and I could see him about to come in, but then look at the two of them and just, like, say, fuck this, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting in there. You know, like, yeah. against Bronson Reed, like, I, it made a little bit of sense, but I kind of just was like, I don't really... I, I could see what, I could see them interchanging certain spots because of that, so... Yeah. But, I mean, he, he boated well. There was no fuck-up. He did. Everything Him and uh, Carmelo Hayes, too, did very well. Yeah. Um, that gets me to the other part. Um, I'm very upset at this. But uh, apparently Pat McAfee is joining the Raw team. Mm-hmm. And I cannot fucking stand him. Football season's I, over, that's why. What's that? Football season's over. Yeah. Technically, yeah. it's it's over. I, I cannot stand him. College, he, yeah. He, uh, he's just annoying. I, uh, you know... So when he first debuted... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm kind of throwing a lot of this back. When he first debuted, he was in NXT... Um, and he was kind of like a wrestler, really. Um, and he uh, was feuding with this group called um, Undisputed Era that I loved, and they all went to a- uh, AEW. But um, then he kind of came out as an announcer. I don't mind him. I think he brings a little bit of charisma to the announce booth, where it's just not the same old, like, you know, talking head kind of thing. Uh, his knowledge of wrestling needs to be brushed up on. You kind of mentioned this the other day when I was talking to you. And you were spot on because there were a couple of things where you're like, "Who's this guy?" 
what yeah. like like he didn't know a lot and <clears throat> um that needs to be worked on um if anything <clears throat> it's not going to be forever because once football season starts back up in august he's probably going to be gone <clears throat> he does like a show i think so no I, I have a question for you you may know um with where's wade barrett wait so um wade barrett's gonna be on smackdown with Corey graves oh just them two just them two which should be interesting that is going to be great because if they keep their personalities but it's weird because you really need like you know like you always had the you color commentator Yes, you always had the straight guy and the color commentator who would like kind of like feed the, the straight guy kind of kind of lines, you know. Um, <clears throat> and both of these guys were color commentators, so it's going to be interesting to see Corey Graves sort of pick up that Michael Cole position, you know. You think, he, you think he'd be the absolutely next generation face of uh, of announcing? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like sometimes I can't stand him. Really? See, I, I enjoy him. I, I can't stand him. him. When when he uh, when he was at NXT, I liked him a lot. I, thought, I think feel like he had a little more freedom there. But I don't know. Some of the things he says like are just like kind of cringy. Um. But I, I don't know. I I, I kind of can't. I kind of can't stand the guy. <laughs> Sometimes he has a line that makes me chuckle. But for the most part, I don't really. I don't care for him. Um, but I'm, I'm going to watch SmackDown tomorrow and see like if uh, how how it works out. See if there is any chemistry between the two of them. I mean, you know who I really like out of them all, and he's just dorky in it. But it it's such a good role as being a dorky guy is Vic Joseph. Where's he at? NXT. That's right. He is NXT. Okay. And him him and Booker right now are probably my favorite duo. Mm-hmm. They they. It, and it's weird because, I mean, Booker and Harlem Heat was a heel. Mm-hmm. Then when he became, when he went to WWF, it seemed like he became a face the entire time, right? Pretty much? Uh, yeah. King Booker pretty much. Well, that, he was a bad guy for King Booker, but for the most part, he was a face, yeah. But he plays, the, he, he plays you know, the Heenan role now. Yeah. And I just, I like the way, I like their, it, it's... How's the best way I can put this? They are the best triple A announcers mm-hmm. out there. Okay. They're not on the big show yet. And they work so well together because they add that little bit of campiness that you need in triple A. Mm-hmm. You know, but the pros is it's professional. You have to be there. Triple A, you know, they still have like the, the kids run the bases. They still have the fireworks at Friday nights. They're that, you know, that family entertainment. And they are perfect in that role of announcing. That family entertainment, I look at it like. Because NXT to me is more of that. Yeah, Booker T. Uh, Booker T is good. There was um, <clears throat> years ago. So again, I'm throwing, throwing it back. So there was a period where Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler were the announcers for Raw, and they did a weird thing where they, they died. Uh, <laughs> no, they did a weird thing where they made Michael Cole a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So he was like a heel commentator, but he was like the play-by-play guy. Um, so anyway, Jerry Lawler gets hurt, um, and I forget, Jim Ross and Booker T came down to announce with Michael Cole. So later on the show, 
Uh, they, you know, like when they're about not, about to announce something serious, they they show the announce booth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they do that, and Michael Cole's all serious, and he goes, and "We understand Jerry Lawler's in the hospital, and uh, we also understand that he's suffering from anal bleeding with a straight with a straight face." So Booker T looks over and he's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> Watching that and just fucking dying. <laughs> if you look it up on YouTube, it, it's it's. Really, I, I probably don't do it justice, but it's really fucking funny. So back to the back to the rumble. <clears throat> you there? Yep, I'm here. Okay, uh, scared me. Thought we froze. No, no. Um, I'm happy Cody won because I think this is the best chance for Roman to lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it didn't it didn't knock my socks off. Like I remember watching old Rumbles, and you were like, "It." I don't know. There was different buildups, like because you you know that like say Honky Tonk Man was in there, and then you knew the Warrior was going to be coming out within the next few picks, and when it happened, it exploded. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't really have that with this that feel. Like there was no one like a rival coming out, and like they they kind of like made it known that there was a rival coming out. Um. I don't think it's true. Drew uh, McIntyre, but he right now he's feuding with everyone. Yeah. Okay. I I, I see what you're I see where you're getting at. Okay. I think but, they kind of did that the subtly. I'm I'm tired of, and my wife notices as well. And this is like a just it, for someone like her to catch it. It's kind of I just hate how when a new entry comes in. Mm-hmm. They automatically dominate the match. And I get they're fresh. You know, they're using that as a thing. But you know what? Like, they can't be... Like, I understand they're there for the for the 90 seconds or whatever it is, three minutes. But, mm-hmm. like, it's just... To me, it's... I, I just get kind of, like, bored with it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they do their, their signature moves and they, they, you know, they knock down seven guys. but And then, like, the other seven in the ring are laying on the ground. Like, I just want... Like, I, and... Maybe I, I, I think too much like this. I'm like a Battle Royal kind of guy. I like the idea of the Rumble, mm-hmm. but I like the idea of the Battle Royal better because everyone's in there. There's uh, nowhere to hide. I, yeah, I, I actually agree with you. Um, it's like chaotic. Yes. And no one's laying on the ground except like toward like the end. Yeah. So I get that. The part, it, the part you're supposed to kind of, I guess, believe is this guy's coming out. He's fresh. Yeah. Everyone else in there is fucking exhausted. So yeah. it gives this guy, like, I'm going to just beat the shit out of everybody because I'm fresh and these guys are pretty much on empty. Um, so that's what it's supposed to kind of get. I do agree with you. Like, sometimes it gets a little tiring because it's, like, almost every person that comes every out. Person. Um, I could see, like, maybe, like, he starts just fighting one person and then, like, turns around and gets his, like, you know, head knocked off by a clothesline from someone. Um, so I, I see where you're coming from with that. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, I, I, I didn't mind Cody winning again. And I, it, it, but the problem is, too, is when, like, they had, like, the, uh, like, we were watching on Peacock. Mm-hmm. And we don't watch it with the commercials. Like, we don't have the premium, uh, Peacock premium or whatever same. it is. Same, yeah, same. So, like, you see the things where it says, like, there's only been two, two-time, you know, two-in-a-row winners, you know, Hogan and uh, Austin. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're just, they keep they keep bringing it up, they keep bringing it up. So I'm, like, almost, like, by the uh, Fatal 4-Way, I'm, like, all right, I know Cody's going to win. 
like they they almost like begged you to know who it was. Yeah, I and I mentioned that last week. They were building it up on Raw, <clears throat> you know, because they kept they showed the graphic. It was uh, Hogan, Michaels, and Austin. They kept mentioning it. I'm like, they're they're gonna have him win, and they're gonna play this up big. Yep. Um. But again, like, then there's a part of me that like, thinks, like, you know, maybe it, it's a swerve. Maybe it's just kind of like, all right, we can kind of build it up so people, like, might get that idea, but then we'll have CM Punk win, you know? Because they have done stuff like that before where they built up, uh, I think, like, especially, like, with championships. Like, oh, this guy has held it for 120 days, and all of a sudden he loses it. Um, so they, um, I, I... I I was guessing all the way to the end. Um, I just I knew the final two would be CM Punk and Cody Rhodes, but I wasn't sure where they were going with it um, because they really could have gone either way. Um, luckily, yeah. <laughs> luckily because of everything that's gone on since uh, Cody won, because if CM Punk won, it'd be a fucking disaster. <laughs> um, as it turned out, he got hurt. Uh, during the match, Drew McIntyre did like a double arm DDT on him, and he got hurt, and uh, he's out. I would say probably to like SummerSlam, if I had to guess. Well, that's what I was gonna get to. Yeah. Um, right now, do you think he's legitimately hurt, or are they keeping him out? No. Or he could still come and do promos, stuff like that. But then Cody wins at WrestleMania. Obviously, the next big big one is SummerSlam, and that's where they he has his return. And no, because are you there? Yeah. Okay. No, because they would not have him miss WrestleMania. If this happened at Survivor Series, I could kind of maybe buy that, but that's that's buy rates, you know. He's quite popular. Um, oh yeah. So they, I don't think they would risk that, you know. Um, and plus, they were sort of building him against Seth Rollins up. Like that's like a big marquee match that a lot of people want to see. They wouldn't. They wouldn't do that. Um, if they were smart, you know, they do like host every year WrestleMania. They, they'd make him the host, um, or maybe have him on commentary for like a couple of matches or something like that. Involve him in some way because. Uh, I th- you don't want to see him go away until SummerSlam. It's, it's far too fucking long. Um, ha- have him around. Like, maybe do, like, a talk show segment with him just to keep him around, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You, you just got him back after 10 years. He literally wrestled one match, and he got hurt. He's... It's getting to the point with him, though. Like, he's, like, uh, he's like made of glass because in AEW, like, when he left in August, he got hurt in that match. Um, and then he got hurt a year before that and was out for like several months. Uh, he tore the pictorial on his other arm. And now his first, like, he had that, uh, he had a house show match against Dominic in, uh, December. But his first, like, televised match where, like, everyone saw him, like, he gets hurt. <laughs> so now you're kind of asking yourself, is this guy just injury prone now? Mm-hmm. You know, he hasn't really wrestled that much. Since- and he's older. And he's older, yeah. I mean, he was wrestling AEW, but again, he was he got hurt a lot there, um, and now here he is hurt again. So it's yeah, I don't know. Like he's he's there for about five years, I think his contract was. Um, 
so I don't know if he's going to make those five years. Not as a wrestler, anyway. But it threw everything kind of in disarray because that was the match they were going with Seth Rollins. Or that's the rumor that was out there. Gunther was supposed to... The ruler was supposed to be Gunther against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Now Brock's on the hot seat because of all that stuff with Vince McMahon last week. So now he's not going to be around probably ever again. Who knows? Um, so now this stacked card that a lot of people were predicting was going to like be the card for WrestleMania is just now like a free-for-all because of all these injuries. And they, I saw a graphic the other day of how many people were injured right now in WWE and it was like four rows deep it's a lot of a lot of people are hurt and you don't realize it but they they are um well I mean even this Sammy um he came back after having a a slight injury yeah um came back I mean there's a bunch of people that came back yeah uh another one just had Cora Jade who was out for like several months comes back and within a couple weeks tore ACL now she's out for a year oh she Uh, was top heavy that's probably what happened, yeah. <laughs> but um, there's a lot of injuries, um, so you might see you, you might see some NXT people getting called up soon. Well, I mean, I think you're you're even seeing that now. I think that this this injury uh, bug that's been going around has been rearing its head for a little bit because you've been seeing a lot of Carmelo, mm-hmm. um, you've been seeing uh, Tiffany Stratton and uh, Roxanne Perez up. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that they're going to be the next wave in. Oh yeah, definitely. And, I think it's going to be, you know, Mello, Trick, uh, Ilya. They're all going to be making their way up. Yeah, well, I think Mello's up. I think he's going yeah. to smack. I think I think I read he's gonna, he might be on SmackDown tomorrow. Um, well, I could see they have uh, Sunday. They have their pay per view, mm-hmm. and I could see that it's him and Trick against. Uh, I can't think of who. Oh, uh, Braun and Corbin. Um, Corbin, and I could see them finally like breaking up and him moving up. And Trick staying down for maybe another half a year. I think he needs a little bit more. Yeah, he does. I like him, but he 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 needs a little yeah. more uh, practice. So, but you, overall, you you enjoyed it. I did. I I actually I really I really did. I, I always get a little sad when the rumble's over because now it's like I gotta wait another year now for this. Yeah. It's just over in an hour. You know, I, I look. I look forward to the rumble when it like right after Survivor Series when they kind of start building up a little bit. I start looking forward to it then. Um, and I was just, I was so excited. I put the kids to bed and eight o'clock. I was out here <laughs> having a cigar watching it. Um, but I did like it. Um, if you could leave me guessing, you did a good job. And I really was. I wasn't sure who was going to win. And I, I, I liked that. There's a part of me that likes that because I, I like being surprised um, in a good way like that. So, and and, and, I, and I like both rumbles. I thought the women's rumble was good too. I liked it. Yeah, I like that was my favorite match out of the four. Yeah, you know, I think that was that was probably my favorite one too. Um, I liked it better than the men's, just because it was a little more surprises in there. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. So that's all I got on that. Yeah, that's all I have too. Yeah. Next is WrestleMania or uh, uh, the one in Australia. Elimination Chamber. Elimination. Thank you. And <laughs> it's funny because it's in Australia. There's that time difference. This one's gonna air here at like five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Are you gonna be up to watch it? Fuck no. <laughs> God no. But it, it sucks because 
I'll probably watch it that night, but then I, I gotta stay off everything for like yeah. 13 hours. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking tough. Yeah, that's the worst part. That, it is. And, uh, I mean, you you have that, and um, this past weekend was the uh, Rolex 24. Mm. And I said, I'm going to watch the entire thing. And you're like, there's no way you're going to stay up 24 hours. I said, no, I'm not going to stay up 24 hours. I'm going to watch the entire thing. And I am right now at 11 hours and 20 minutes left. Oh, my God. You got a whole day left still. Pretty much. That's what that's what uh, this weekend will be. I have that, and then I have uh, Vengeance Day so and The Clash on Sunday. So I, I have a, a stack night of What's The Clash? Uh, NASCAR is back. This oh. is the first unofficial race. So wait, are you gonna pause the eleven hour one to watch the clash, or are you just gonna kind of go all the way through? I'm gonna. I'll probably uh, stop the, the twenty four. Because you'd rather watch the the crash in person. Yeah. Is it all racing the twenty four hours? Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> I love wrestling, but I can't watch twenty four hours straight of wrestling. <laughs> I, god bless you. God bless you. You have more patience well, they, than I they do. Have four different types of cars in there. Or okay. Four different, um, I should say, classes. Mm-hmm. And certain classes have different engines, different makes, models, whatever it may be. Right, right. But it's it. I just like the. Uh, I like the fact that there are like super fast cars, and then like they gradually get slower, and they're all intermingled on the track. Mm-hmm. So you could have a car that's going 212 miles an hour and rolling up on a car that's doing 190. And going into a turn, like what do you do? It's it's a this it, it really is like a mental endurance race, endurance for time, mental on the endurance for doing mm-hmm. it. So there's a lot of strategy in it, and like they drive like four thousand miles during this race. Holy shit! And, really? Yeah, they go pretty much from um, Daytona, like all the way to California. If you were to map out the the wow. distance. So how many laps? You know, how many laps is that? I don't know. They they talk about it like very briefly, and I, I I'm pissed at that because I wish that they would like they have like a tracker, you know, like how many seconds are behind mm-hmm. who the make is. Like they have it up like a pylon, okay. I should say. But they never put the, the amount of laps that they did and how many hours like that the driver's been driving. I would like to see those things in there. Hmm. But they yeah I just I I don't mind watching it. I can like it, it's kind of just it's a very uh, relaxing day for me. I put that on, I, you know, it, it's just, it's rhythmic. Do you, um, do you miss having a beer during it? No, it's all of a non-alcoholic if I oh, okay. really want. Okay. And it gives me the taste. Hmm. Okay. I mean, yeah, it was, it was definitely fun getting loaded and watching it. Yeah. And like, you'd see like a crash, you'd, you know, it was the best crash you've ever seen. But <laughs> yeah. I, I. I like it a little bit more now because now I'm picking up on things that I didn't before. You know, like mm. different styles of driving, different reasons for pit stops, things like that. You're not just watching mindlessly anymore. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm a little more uh, a student of the game as opposed to just a, uh, a highlight reel guy. Gotcha. Uh, maybe that's the best way of putting it. Okay, okay. So. Okay, wow. What time is the crash on? Or the uh, clash? Clash. What time? What time? Eight o'clock. In the morning? No, at night. Vengeance oh. Day and Adirond at the same time. Hey, so. What are you gonna do? Back and forth. Okay. You could watch the eleven hours of the other thing too before that. That's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping they have that done before then. You start at eight o'clock in the morning. You're golden. <laughs> yeah. 
You got about half. You got an hour's worth of piss breaks you could take. There we go. <laughs> oh, uh, well, anything else you like to talk about before? Uh... No, like I said, that it's, it's been a very. Uh, I haven't been listening to the news. I haven't really done much. So, and there's no new TV on. No new movies are surprising me. I don't listen to music anymore because it all sucks. So, no, like I, this was a very. Uh, Again, like a mind-numbing week. I didn't do much. Yeah, nothing Nothing much really happened with me, thankfully, because I feel like the last three weeks it's just been chaos yeah. in my house. So it, it's uh, it's nice that we had a little break here. Um, all right, well, let's, let's wind this down. Then you can uh, find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at BullRingPC, Instagram, BullRingPC, Facebook under Joe Tom or Bulls in the Ring. You can listen to us on Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Music. Hit the rate and review button and subscribe to us uh, so other people can find us. Anything bad? No, just uh, <laughs> excited for this weekend. Good. Excited well, to be off. That, that's mainly what That's always a good thing to be excited about, Tom. Yes. All right. Well, until next time, I am Joe. I am Tom. And we'll see you next time right here on Bulls in the Ring. <laughs>